Hello everyone, good evening or good morning, good afternoon. Uh, welcome to another edition of the I'll Try That podcast. Um, it's me, it's Barbs. Uh, joining me this week uh, are Richard Drabwell. Hello, hello. And Joseph Druitt. Hello. Um, thank you again for joining us. Always a pleasure. Um, tonight, Matthew, hang on, there should be someone else on that. Tonight, we are kicking back in Kenya uh, with Tusker. Pale lager, uh, self-appointed of the finest quality. Um, so yeah, come with us down to Kenya. Um, we're going to get into that um, our pursuit of hoppiness a little bit later on. Um, but to kick us off, as always, with a hop topic. Uh, this time, I'm passing to Mr. Drabwell. Rich, hit me. Uh, yes. Okay. I, I, well, when I next see you, I'll give you a good punch. Um, <laughs> <Wee. yeah. laughs> no. Decent. Um, you but, literally asked him for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm taking it. So, what is the big sporting event that's coming up? Boys? I know, I know, I know. All right, Sorry. Mr. Barber. Rugby World Cup. Rugby. It's, it's a happening. It's I've a happening. Got, I've got the fever. You've got oh, yeah. you've got the fever. I've Shit. been watching so many games over this last week. It started on Friday. We're recording on the Sunday. I've watched a lot of rugby this weekend. It's been <laughs> lovely. Um, well, I come, I come with a bit of news about them. The recent game, um, uh, England versus France. Am I correct? I know nothing of what's happening in the World Cup no, apart from this. No, didn't play France. <laughs> no, cool. More research, though. To be fair, yes. yeah. yeah. So it's, it's all that written in front of you. What that game was, it, was? Is it says England fans fury at rugby world out oh, rugby World Cup venues. Sorry, yeah. there yes, we go. It this Rugby France. World Cup this year is in France. In France. There we go. Well, yeah. that's, uh, the, I'm the one who knows now about sport. That's so fair. it's all fine. And, and reading off the screen, apparently. Where's um, my dyslexia? But we have the England fans are all up in all anger because of a beer-related incident. Um, basically, <sighs> a lot of the venues ran out of beer halfway through the game. Oh, ah. that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. I'm, I'm going to show off and say I know who the official beer partner of the Rugby World Cup is. Does anyone else know this? Uh, is it Diageo? No. Uh, I think more specific. I think they're Diageo. I can't. No, no, not Guinness. I can't remember if they are Diageo or the other one now. But I know that <laughs> I, there is a particular beer which we oh. have covered on the podcast. I'm sure we have. I, is it not? Is it Stella? No. Think less European. Uh... Asahi. Bam! Got it. Oh. In several. <laughs> no, they are um, they are not part of Diageo. They are part of the um... a, a B B B. No, um... no, no. They are their own Asahi group. Uh, what are they called? Um, I will. Yeah. Carry Kirin, on. Um, Kirin Ichiban. About... No, no, no. <laughs> no, I knew it was something like that. Whatever it may be, I've forgotten. Anyway, it's the um... Asahi Group Holdings. They are the group holding company called. A, you know. There you go. But, there you go. They're, they're the ones who own like a load of breweries in the UK now, like um, uh, the London-based brewery Fuller's. They own oh, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We've covered quite a few Asahi brewery well, group products, holdings breweries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but was that the story then, Drabbers? Well, no. Well, so, 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 so yeah. Well, while I was reading, so it, it kind of all started. It didn't start off great because there have been massive queues to get into the stadiums just due to poor organisation, allowing people into people struggling to get in. Once inside, people were then queuing up for food and beverages and beer. Um, one comment was, I queued at three different stations for uh, um, for over an hour and didn't get a beer at any of them. 
Um, oh my word. But I was reading the article says from Marseille to Paris, there has been a lack of beer the whole way through. Um, every single game. So it's not just one event. They've just really gone, well, we're just not going to bring enough there. I'm assuming well, there's loads of wine, but, um, I don't know. I, if I'm quite honest, I think it's because it's so hot right now in France, as it, as we're finding across most of Europe. And also, you've invited quite a, a beer hungry crowd to <laughs> your country. <laughs> you know, I think football fans get a bit of a reputation, but my God, can rugby, rugby supporters put it away. <laughs> Legit. I have a couple of things to mention on this topic. So word on the street, and, and actually not in a beer, strictly a beer sense, yeah. but the word on the street is that this whole event, the World Cup, is a warm-up for France because they've got the Olympics next year. And a mm. word on the street is they are not ready for the Olympics at all. <laughs> and they say it's not going to go very well. Oh, and as we no, just no. said, a lot of the stuff is not, not sort of working at the moment. Um, however... It's because um, they keep rioting. Well, there have been issues, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, the, the, did, you, did you see that Macron gave the opening speech at the World Cup and he got I booed by the stadium? Oh, okay. Oh, no. So there is a bit of anticipation that a There's, good French yeah. team can actually bring the nation together because it's they're not very happy at the moment. They're not happy. The French um, supporters and the French country don't sound to be they got don't seem to be vibing right now. Let's put it that way. So I think the fact that like they've got a lack of beer is is a bit of a lightning rod because they can sort they should sort that out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but actually, it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world because let's face it that that pretty good but also quite scary when you break it down statistic that there was no um when the the um the recent football world cup that was held in which country middle eastern country was it guitar no guitar thank you guitar was it and it was a totally dry event there was no beer and it is the first and only major sporting like event where there's been no UK fans like in like in interactions in, in with the in trouble yeah. with the police, yeah. and I think that's quite a sad statistic. If I'm quite yeah, honest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. <laughs> I'd heard some of the England football fans. It's not. It's often not the beer that's the problem. Uh, although mm. um, I want to sorry, I want to bring back to the rugby world cup and the beer. Yeah. Um, I uh, saw um, a friend Phil over the weekend, uh, who is a uh, listener to the podcast at, at least on occasion. Hi Phil. Um, hi Phil. Um, so I'm just say, taking our conversation from the weekend and putting it straight into. I hope you got his clearance for this. Um, well, actually, I'll let him know. But Phil was uh, at the game on Friday night um, okay. for France against France. New Zealand and yeah. commented, um, interestingly, that uh, almost exactly fifty percent of the beer pumps were. What am I Asahi. about to say? Asahi. Super dry. Zero. Zero. Ah, and, oh, and as I said, there's obviously you know um, distributors keen mm-hmm. to to get the alcohol free out there as well. Yeah. So um, that's very fair. I, I always wonder sometimes if you see the taps of split mm. fifty and fifty is actually what's going on downstairs and what the keg split is is, is like yeah. necessarily. <laughs> but um, uh, obviously, that's really but, smart obviously, though. But, that is yeah. really smart the non the non alcoholic thing because obviously that is the, that's the huge thing that plagues sports. Organized sports is the fact that a fan base getting really drunk and yeah. then acting out and causing ripple effective issues in hot right? weather as well. In right? hot yeah. weather, especially right now, where it's like some of those stadiums were like thirty five degrees. I think they yeah. were saying, you know, like that Toasty. is dehydration. You're going to touch a beer and that's going to just like suddenly you've got no Don't beer you. left. 
you know, you're like gone. So actually, that's a quite a smart move. So people still feel that they're in the atmosphere and having beer, but actually getting it's, it's more like, you know, it's just beer watered, basically, you know, it's beer flavored water. You know, you're actually getting something in that's actually going to be beneficial to your body. I, want, I wonder if there's a price difference on it, though. I would find that intriguing. Are they are they serving it at the same price as a normal beer? I would, Almost certainly I just because so. of the, the tax alone must must be higher yeah. on, on alcohol. The juice certainly, must be higher on, on Certainly alcohol. buying non-alcoholic in the, in the supermarket, there's no significant savings. No, yes. Yeah. It is about the same. And if you go and buy a mash gang, which are just, they're the, they're the, the bee's knees, you know, in the, in the UK when it comes to craft um, non-alcoholic, it's actually more expensive than yeah. some of these other <laughs> beers that you get out there, you know. Um, but no, I think it's interesting. I mean, maybe the, are these people who are running out of beer, are they, is it because they're running out of alcoholic beer or just beer in general, including non-alcoholic as well? Because, you know, if I've got less sympathy if, if there's non-alcoholic on available and they're just going, well, there's no beer then, is there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Your non-alcoholic fans are, are, are less likely to cause a fuss when it, when it runs out, though, I imagine. <laughs> the same yeah, exactly. time. yeah, true, true. <laughs> Um, but oh, well, interesting story. Actually, <laughs> check us out. We've got a good ten minutes out of that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just be talking, talking cyn- cynically. Um, but okay. So, well, are we ready to talk about Tusker then? In that oh, case, I can honestly say, and I, I know nothing of Tusker. This is the first time I've had a Tusker lager. I didn't even know where it came from and everything about it. I've just put, I put it to my lips, and this this lager's just gone down so quickly. Like, it's delicious. Ain't she a beauty? <laughs> I, it's I, so good. I was me and Joe were having a chat before you came on, and I was telling Joe about my my hectic last couple of days in um, in Weymouth. Um, and I yeah had had when got this beer, sat down, took a sip, and you know when everything kind of just feels right once you <laughs> see every all oh, the stars aligned. Yeah, it was it was cold. It was I'm refreshing, and I was like. Matt's actually brought us a half decent beer to try. Um, <laughs> There's a first time for everything. There is a first time for everything. <laughs> I well, poor old Aranji Boom. <laughs> um, <anyway. laughs> oh, well, I'm very glad because I I I have um, I've only had. I think this is possibly only my second or third Tusker or experience mm. with Tusker, um, and my expectations on your behalves were was high. Um, mm. I was really keen to get you to try this. Um, so this is one that a lot of people who've ever done any travel, traveling around Africa, um, um, particularly Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, I think this is where it, where it comes from. All right. We can, I, I did drop the T-bond in the <laughs> travel thing. Oh, oh travel. I've I actually, actually weirdly not been to those places. Um, <laughs> but I'm aware of the as well. Um, and, oh, what a safari. Um, Oh, so anyway, oh, lions and tigers. I just leave me with nowhere to go when you pull the, pull the silly voice on me. <laughs> um, but some friends um, through through work uh, who oh, have uh, travelled, uh, uh, travelled. Oh, you put me in a right mess now. Um, who've travelled Africa extensively? Oh no. Um, <laughs> Said you've got on Tusker, yeah. basically. I yeah. tell you what. So do you know what? I'm finished now. You two can talk about it on your own. I'm, <laughs> I'm off to go and drink it in peace <laughs> with your friends, uh, your travel <laughs> friends. Both of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're honestly, not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so grounding with it again, back backing up where you're on. So it's made by the East Africa Brewery, which mm-hmm. is owned by Diageo. Uh, Diageo. 
Yeah, yeah. So, I was going to pretend that wasn't the case to give it a sort of unique and, and individual. Yeah, no, we, we uh, love to we love to be we give the facts here on the R Try that I podcast. Know. That's yeah. what people week in week out they come back to us to, with coming in with the facts. So yes, yeah, so um, Tusker Lager is owned by the East Africa Breweries, which is part of the Diageo Group, and they brew how many hectolitres a year? Seven hundred thousand. And I'm going to give you a specific country. It's just in Kenya. I want the fact for. So, how many hectolitres in Kenya a year do you think that they brew? Oh, it's got to be at least four. I, I, <laughs> it's definitely yeah. at least four. Uh, I I think I can probably guess this bang on because we might be looking at the same thing. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear Drapper say a hundred thousand a minute ago. Oh no, and, seven 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 hundred thousand. Oh, see, I didn't actually hear him say seven hundred thousand a minute ago. 700,000. Yeah. Well done, Matt. You got that right. Spot on. Well, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> also, also, so, yeah, that is oh, a cool. lot of beer that's being sold just in one country. And so that's not, you know, not, not counting everything else that's uh, around the globe and, and all those other countries you just mentioned there, like Tanzania, et cetera. And the mm. fact that you can find this in the UK as well. I've just, there's a, a whole website dedicated to Tusker beer in the UK. And it tells you explicitly where to find it and how to get hold of it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that person who's ever doing all that research mm. to send it, and, the, and they've paid for the domain name and put it up. Yeah, well, that's it. And, that's and they're keeping fan. it up to date. It was yeah. on Amazon. It's now longer on, not on Amazon. So they've lined out the fact that it was on Amazon now and they've given a new link of where you can get it. I love whoever, <laughs> oh, whoever that is. If you're listening to this, please get in contact. We would like to interview you. <laughs> I also like it's, it's no, it's a no frills website. It is, it is, here is the information. Don't expect em- embedded videos and, and that sort of thing. It's, it's just compare in the UK. Here's what you need to know. Go and buy it. See you later. <laughs> I like that. So, where, so, so where, where, where did you get it from, Barber? Where did you pick it up? Um, I did. I'm getting mixed up with the two. I used two uh, online beer retailers that I found. And I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the second one. And I don't even know that this was from the one that I can remember. Uh, I, I used uh, Beers of Europe. Um, and they say not just beer and not just Europe. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> sorry, misleading name. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's right because obviously this is not a beer from Europe. Um, no, that's yeah. where it came from. So, uh, unfortunately, I was not somewhere I could get it in a shop, uh, but I, no. I was able to buy it uh, online and, and get it shipped to me. Talking um, of Tusker, does anyone have any facts or information behind their Together Forever statements that they have? That they seem oh, to be I really thought you were going to say. About. I thought you were going to say facts about where the name comes from. And I, know I will. That let's let's go that. to that. But <laughs> so. if, if we don't know where "Together Forever" comes from, I'd love to know that. But I, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely want to talk about Tusker the name because obviously that has to do with elephants. Right? Something so to do with Shakira. <laughs> so, so, so I'm. I, so I was reading about its logo, which I'm assuming must be an old one because um, it said uh, the beer slogan was "My beer, my country." No. That is still the same thing. So, together, oh, okay. because I was reading into that as well, I was a bit confused. So, together forever seems to be like a new like catchphrase that they're like putting with Tusker, you know. But the for the longest time, the beer slogan has been beer Yangu Nikchi Yangu, which means my beer, my country in Kiswahili. Mm-hmm. Kiswahili. Swahili. Yeah. I think he's called a Swahili. Is it Swahili? Swahili, yeah, pretty sure. I've literally never seen like seen the word Swahili written times, down right? before. We never see it written down. I know exactly. <laughs> I know Swahili. I know. I don't know Swahili. I know <laughs> the word Swahili, but I've never seen it written down before. This is this is Siapan all over again. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> what was that other brewery in in 
Belgium. For about 15 minutes. Um, but okay, come on, Rich. Where, well, sorry, well, we're going to do the Together Forever. Yeah, tell us, no, tell us Tusker. Go on. Tell I'm, us about I'm the name Tusker. Bigger and better things now. Well, no, you, yeah, Barbara, as you're, as you're the one who brought it, you can, you can tell us the interesting no, I story. Want, I want you guys no? to enjoy it as well. So they started, I believe, I'll tee you up. I'll tee you up. Like, and it'll be real smooth. Um, just like the beer itself. Um, <laughs> I think they started brewing in 1922. Is that right? Yeah, that's what yeah. I heard. Yeah. And who is it brewed by, Richard? <laughs> really teasing this out of you now. Um, um, it was, well, it's a, yeah, brewed in 1922 by Kenya Breweries, now East Africa Breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it was, the first batch was delivered to the Stanley Hotel, where it was met with mixed reactions. Oh, um, they obviously weren't hot enough at the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that first batch just wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I think I love most about this beer, not just its smooth, great taste and being enjoyed, um, being <laughs> enjoyed it. An uh, this episode, yeah, 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 yeah. If Tusker wants us to do an advert, they, they can more than happily just send us some more. Um, mm. but it was, it was more what the, the beer was named after, which I think was, is great. It was named after the, the founder. George Hurst, um, uh, he was killed in an elephant hunting accident. Oh, wow. Um, and in his memory, his brother Charles decided to name the first beer brewed Tusker, which oh. I'm assuming is maybe slang for elephant hunter, would be would be my oh, guess. I figured, I figured oh, it was, really? Was it an elephant that killed him? Sounds well, like it, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds it's a bit ironic, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It, it's almost like his brother kind of hates him because maybe the elephant on the bottle is the one that got him. Oh, this is giving a new meaning to Tusker. I thought Tusker was just a fun word for tusk, like elephant, like a heritage. That. But if it's a, a name for someone who hunts elephants, that's a bit... Right there. I'm just Googling it. Different vibe. Uh, Tusker. Obviously, don't get me wrong, back in the day, back in the day, it was seen as it was a thing to do, but now it's definitely oh, no, not so, even just frowned upon. It's illegal. So, no. you know. so a Tusker, um, what does Tusker mean? Any mammal with prominent tusks, especially okay, an good. elephant or wild boar, uh, yeah, tuskers used as a noun is a very is very rare. Uh, any mammal with prominent tusks, so yeah, boars, oh, it's anything about the like elephant, that. Then. It's that's about good. the elephant, that's yeah, cool. not not. So technically, still, but we don't know how he actually died. Was it an elephant? I understood that he'd been an elephant. Got him. Well, that's, it, it, it infers that there's yeah there's a, an elephant hunting accident and he got killed by an elephant, but it could also be that he just you know. Fellas, you know, died on the toilet like Elvis or something. You know, we just don't know. <laughs> Can I read out the back of the label? Because I think this is quite fascinating. Um, you may indeed. So, Tusker, together forever. When you open a bottle of Tusker, you are joining the world in celebrating one of Africa's great original beers. Tusker has been brewed with care, craft, and love since 1922. Every crisp, clean mouthful summons up to up the taste, sunshine, and love of life of its African roots. Huh. Um, that's not. Can I can I quickly just go back to the Tusker thing? Sorry, <laughs> that's, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. That's that. Yeah, bro. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Moving on. George, George, I've got something else to say. I'm gonna say more important. George, George, George Hurst was trampled by an elephant whilst oh, hunting. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm, yeah, I, I wanted to say he was actually. Yeah, I was gonna say run over. <laughs> that sounds, like, sounds like the elephant was driving the car. That ran him over. He's not in the circus. Uh, this. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't find it as funny as, as we just did. Um, <laughs> <but, laughs> hey ho. Should we talk about it as a beer as well? 
Uh, and actually, I say a bit, sorry, what I feel like I, sh- I should say Tusker is, and I think it's proven it a little bit today with us being how hot we are and thinking this is just the thing to refresh us and cool us down. This is, I think, the uh, epitome of a sundowner, isn't it? This is, uh, and obviously this is what he's used for as well. It's when people mm. going out and do a safari, mm. <laughs> hopefully dodging the elephants. Um, <laughs> In, enjoying the elephants up. rather than trying to yes, shoot them. exactly. Um, that's what it's all about. Um, yeah. But yeah, perfect. End of the day, if you are hot and bothered, it's lovely, smooth, thirst-quenching, and just tasty, isn't it? This is it's a pale really lager if we haven't actually... Pale lager, I should, I never know if I'm using that in the, in the, in the correct term, uh, the correct sense, but um, it is, it's that pale, light gold, almost straw-coloured, mm. um, bit of fizz, but very smooth and, and just, yeah, well-executed, isn't it? I love the fact that this is 100% African ingredient beer. The fact that the barley mm. is from Savannah of the Mas- Maasai Mara and the spring waters from the Nihondurua ranges of in the Ab- Aberdare Mountains and all the yeast is developed locally. Sorry for butchering all of that, um, but you get my point that actually this is a very African local beer, which mm-hmm. let's face it, Africa's a, a continent, so you know where specifically, because there's one part of Africa to the other, I would hardly call that local. <laughs> well, um, well, no, so Ma- the Maasai Mara at least is, is Kenya, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know talking... about I don't know about the Aberdare. I thought Aberdare is Scotland, actually. <laughs> Especially how I pronounced it as well. Yeah. Definitely sounded more Scotland. Um, okay, I'll have a wee Tusker, shall we? <laughs> sorry, my voice is oh, going. Oh, the as Aberdare well, so. range is in Kenya as well. well yeah, I was gonna, I, so sorry, I should have said, I, this is a, I, th- I understood it to be strictly Kenyan, but I think gets um, uh, spread around Africa quite a lot as well. Yeah. Uh, and Tanzania is obviously uh, nearby and, and Uganda mm. as well. I don't think it So this is a well. Kenyan beer. We can safely say it's a Kenyan beer. Yeah, made, yeah. And as you say, so is, is, is East African more so than the Nils, but I think other parts of Africa enjoy it as well. Obviously, South Africa is um, just also because I suppose there's a bit more industrialization happened mm. there as well. There's a mm. lot of South African beers, aren't there? And, 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 and they will, will spread about a little bit. Because actually, that was the one thing I was thinking about doing. I was trying to get some castle um, to, to, to drink as, as well. But uh, yeah, as I understand, so Tusker itself is very Kenyan, uh, but then it's also because it's such a good product, it, it is, you know, enjoyed in the kind of whole East African region, shall we say. Yeah. I, I was thinking what, what I really enjoy about Tusker and what it brings me a lot of memories back from traveling around, around Asia and South America and just having these lighter, refreshing lagers that England, mm. I don't feel has one quite like it or does there's some around but english lags and everything just feel a little bit heavier than they would say especially well, especially this one oh. is me going to play, play devil's advocate but what are you give me throw some names at me when you say an english lager well there we go yeah camden pell camden brewery is it oh, actually for the record i love camden hell yeah go oh, no no i'm not i'm not i'm not saying i think um, camden's but, but, they're, yeah, but they're also I, bringing lager back apparently yeah <laughs> so <laughs> Was lager? I think is is a bit of a funny one, also, isn't it? Because so they are beers that I suppose, uh, going by your beer history, uh, popularised by the Germans and and sort of that Bohemian sort of Prague region as well. Mm. Um, but again, the kind of smoother, sort of, sort of the easier drinking ones. Um, obviously, they've almost gotten hold of the recipes in in more tropical feeling places. You talk about so some of those beers that you have in Thailand and Vietnam. 
Yeah. The ones you go and drink in sub-Saharan Africa are the sort of lighter, easy drinking ones. Uh, but then I suppose some of the beers that maybe morphed out of those, and so actually, no, sorry, maybe didn't morph out of them, but there's so many in maybe northwestern Europe, there is a bit of a preference towards um, those stronger ones with a slightly bolder f- flavor profile that you just couldn't, you couldn't get your head around in, mm. <laughs> in, yeah. in, um, uh, in, in more tropical climates, basically. I know I was going to start saying about, you know, the Belgian stuff where you have, you know, a two thirds uh, of a pint and it's 6% because <laughs> it just, w- just wouldn't happen. But then I suppose there's also got to be a bit of a point about the availability of, of the ingredients um, you know, the hops and the malts that they can actually get down in there. And I think in, was it 1979 when Tusker actually, um, I think they perfected their own malt. Mm. Uh, sorry, 1987, um, which I'm not sure. I, what I found interesting about that, and I would have to go and uh, do a deeper dive into, uh, is I'd like to know whether there was a spike in the popularity after that as well. Because I've kind of, obviously it's not, obviously not a mainstream beer, Um but there are, you will find occasionally little, um, it's, it's almost got a bit of a cult following with certain people, I think, in, in the UK. Every now and then, um, I see someone, it's happened a couple of times in, in larger cities. I've seen people wearing Tusker t-shirts. Mm. And I think unless you've had a couple of Tuskers before, which is not being a mainstream beer, you wouldn't recognize. But I think it, the, the fans are out there of it and they are huge fans of it, basically. Well, in a roundabout way, driving out. Can I uh, can I give you some more Tusker facts? Yes. So Tusker have four different varieties. They've got Tusker mm-hmm. Lager, the one we're consuming. They've got Tusker Malt, Tusker Light, and they have a cider as well. Oh. Do you also want to know what the the most popular beers consumed in Kenya are? Well, Do we want to have a guess what number one is. <laughs> is that a trick question? <laughs> is it? Is it is Tusker? It, it, it is Tusker. It is Tusker. <laughs> so Tusker Lager is the number one consumed beer in Kenya itself. Um, and then you've got Tusker Malt as well. Is the, so is, it's a different it's, kind of Tusker. Is, yeah. is really is that, and then it comes what beer? Guinness. Well, we, yeah. yeah, there you go. So it's two Tuskers and a Guinness, like the top top. Because I always, I always thought it, it was a, like a long-established fact for a while that Nigeria were the big Guinness drinkers. But actually... There is no, a lot Kenya, of Guinness consumption. Kenya, Kenya. a lot of, lot of Guinness back. Yeah. It, they love their Guinness. Uh, and there's also some great beers we might have to look into at some point. One called Summit Lager. That's in. Mm. There's a Kenya-owned brewery, uh, brewery there. There's White Cap, which is named after the snow-capped Mount Kenya Ooh. as well. Pilsner Ice, Senator, Tusker Light also features on this yeah. list as well. So, you know, a lot of Tusker products. So, anyway, lots of good, like... This is interesting. I, lo- I always love finding out what are people in that country actually consuming. Yeah. The fact that Tusker is like three of their beers are in the top ten, you know, mm-hmm. and one and two, you know, one and three. I think they were um, those ones. Is pretty amazing. But um, I only sorry, found Bob. limited details on it. But <laughs> something that has come out of of um, Tusker, mm. uh, or rather Kenya breweries, which mm. I can't think of having come out of any other brewery I've ever heard of. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, excited. I'm trying to stimulate you to kind of guess this, but I don't really think you're going to, right? It's not nice. a piece of merchandise. Um, so they were known as Kenya Breweries until 1999 when they took yeah. the Tusker name. There's a football team <laughs> formed in 1969. <laughs> Brilliant. And one of the most successful Kenyan teams. 13 <laughs> league titles. 
Um, four so they, East there's African a professional cup titles. Kenyan yeah. football team called Tusker or something. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's so, well, good. so they started I mean, in 1969 called, called Kenya Breweries, and then in 1999 they they, um, they, they took the, the Tusker FC name. That's brilliant. I like that. That's yeah. so good. I mean, hey, if you're backed by the biggest brewery in the country, you know you're going to be doing pretty well. Yeah, you've got you're some good doing funds so, there. Right? Now, training sessions were not very well organised, though. <laughs> <laughs> but plenty of liquid to consume. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so what do we think are the three? Obviously, we know one being Kenya Breweries, but what are the other two breweries that make up the East Africa Breweries Limited? Do we think? Oh, I don't know that. No, You've already that. mentioned one of the countries, Barbara. Tanzania. Our, Tanzania. So yeah. Tanzania's Tanganyika Breweries was one of those that merged with uh, Kenya Breweries to become East African Breweries. And I'll give you um, another guess of another another country. Is brewery. it Ugandan Brewery? Absolutely. It's the Uganda's Uganda Breweries, um, which also merged. <laughs> How imaginative, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Might so you've got Kenya the Kenya Breweries, yeah. Tanzania Brewery, and the Uganda Brewery. All three of those merged to become the East Africa Breweries Limited. Mm-hmm. Back in what year was that? I think you said 1999. Is that right? Uh, oh, sorry. Nice. The football team were called Kenya Breweries until oh, okay. 99. I, I suppose that would make sense then if... It's probably around the same time the football team yeah. did its thing with its yeah. name. Yeah. Um, it's about sense. So, I, I, I mean, maybe last words on Tusker, but this is delicious. Really it's enjoyed cool. this. Um, and I wonderful. Think if, I, yeah, it'd be, I, I can only imagine how much better it would also taste in in Kenya, maybe on safari. You yeah. know, just in the in the just like just enjoying this in its where it's meant to be. Where, in the Masai where people Mara with an love elephant it, walking. You know, where people buy it and they yeah. consume it, and it's just so popular. I would well, love yeah. to go and experience. Or you're that. just sitting there in the evening, all the stars above you, and the Sahara. Am I thinking correct? Yeah. No, you're so, su- you're sub-Saharan here. Sub-Saharan. Burn a Masai Mara, like yeah, it would be yeah. just sitting there, looking out, sipping that beer after a hard day safari with Simba. <laughs> so, I'm sure I'm, it was it was the it was Kenya and the Masai Mara that uh, Lion King was was set in, wasn't it? I'm fairly yeah. confident on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we go with yeah, fairly well. confident. Yeah, it's good enough for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, um, cracker, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. stonker. Yeah, all the others are gonna have to live up now, Barber. Oh, Joe, yeah. we got some. I the, the end of this year when we do our pick, our favourite bits is getting harder and harder. Mm. We have had some belters this year. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And one of us has got to say Tusker, basically. <laughs> and that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>